everyone. I'm Shannon Waller, and welcome to the Team Success Podcast. I am really excited to talk with you today because entrepreneurial teamwork is something that I'm extraordinarily passionate about. I've been coaching entrepreneurial teams since 1995. I've created the team programs within the Strategic Coach Company since 1995. I'm also the author of the Team Success Handbook, and strengthening entrepreneurial teamwork for me is one of the most fascinating and interesting topics I could possibly explore. So the purpose of this series is really to help you expand your own thinking about entrepreneurial team success, about teamwork, about how you can be more successful in your company, if you're running an entrepreneurial company, how you can get the kind of team you actually really have always wanted, and how you can help your team have an entrepreneurial attitude. So I'll be sharing with you today the difference between an entrepreneurial versus a bureaucratic mindset. And in future episodes, we'll be talking about how to actually apply and move to a more entrepreneurial way of thinking. Let's get started. So in the entrepreneurial world, it's very much learning by doing, as opposed to learning by researching. So for anyone in healthcare, for anyone in the law profession, for anyone in a lot of government professions, there's enormous amounts of research that have to happen before you're actually free to take action. The complete opposite is true in an entrepreneurial organization. It is learning by doing. You experiment, you test it out, you see what worked, what didn't, what you do differently next time, and then you take another usually small action because you have lots of chances to make it right. I watched a fascinating PBS special many, many years ago that actually outlined some of these differences. And one of the points that the host made was that in a corporation, you have one shot to get it right. If you're going to get funding for your project, if you're going to be able to launch it, you'd have to spend months researching, doing focus groups, doing studies before, and you would, you'd have a one shot to have somebody say yes, or for someone to kill your project. In entrepreneurial world, you start much smaller. You experiment, you test, you talk to a few people, you see if you get a yes, you see if they're willing to write you a check, you know, you see whether or not their eyes light up with excitement about what you're talking about, and then you keep going. So learning by doing versus learning by researching. Unstructured versus structured. Now, if you're a team member looking for a job description, good luck with that. If you're an entrepreneur wondering why your team isn't completely feeling grounded, it's because they don't have a job description. So both of these things are really true, that unstructured tends to be how entrepreneurial companies evolve and develop. Eventually, they do need to put more structure in place, but there's still a high degree of flexibility. My fortunately limited experience in bureaucratic environments, because that's not where I thrive, is much more structured, much more rigid. And frankly, that suits some people more than it does others. I'm not judgmental necessarily about being in a bureaucracy versus being an entrepreneurial organization, but I am very clear that you need to know who you are and to pick your place. If you are in the wrong environment, you won't thrive and neither will the organization that you're a part of. That's part of my context for this. One is fluid versus rigid. So I actually really love the fluid nature of an entrepreneurial company. Things are going to be a little bit different tomorrow. That makes it interesting. It's not always predictable. I actually like new things. I find it stimulating. I don't like staying still for too long or maintaining the status quo. I'd rather create something new, different, that is also presumably better. Another capability that people need to have or understand about entrepreneurial companies is a much higher degree of ambiguity which a lot of it looks like making it up and then you make it real. Whereas what you can really count on in much more bureaucratic structure, again, this is a continuum, is a high degree of certainty. Now, one of the reasons why I think entrepreneurial organizations are poised to be much more successful in today's technological age is that the speed and power of the microchip is causing such incredible 
disruption and speeding things up so much and adding an exponential nature to everything that we do. Think about what you hold in your iPhone in your pocket and all the capability that it has versus you need a room full of equipment to do that even 10 years ago. There is really a huge sense of ambiguity about what's going to happen differently. So if you're poised to be fast to respond, I think you're actually going to be more successful. So yes, I do have a bias when it comes to that. However, there isn't always a lot of certainty. So there isn't always a lot of certainty in the world, but in a big company, sometimes there can be much more certainty about your day-to-day -day activities. So for some people, that's a benefit. Now, the other big one, it has to do not at all with the mind, but it has to do with the heart. And the thing that I've learned about working with entrepreneurs for so many years at Strategic Coach is that entrepreneurs really value emotions as well as reason. If you think about any buying decision, it actually involves emotions. It's like we decide, yes, we love this and we have to have it. No, we don't. And then we tend to justify it <laughs> as our minds are good at doing. Whereas in larger corporations that I've worked in, it really values reasons over emotions. So I actually like the fact that people get to be, I think, whole and be their whole selves at work, which I think is much more possible in a more entrepreneurial structured company as opposed to a more bureaucratic one. So this does not give people license to be unruly with their emotions, but it does mean that they're accepted as a normal part of life. And one of my coaching tips actually for team members is to really learn how to handle strong emotions, both positive and negative, because they're kind of a normal part of entrepreneurial life. If that's unexpected to you, you might have to increase your capability in that area. Now, the thing I probably love most about working in an entrepreneurial organization is the fact that contribution is valued much more highly over status. Many, many, many moons ago, I punched a time clock because I was part of a union. <laughs> that was something for me that was, you know, people who'd been there longer, they put in their time and their effort, regardless of how accurate or good they were, you know, they got the higher salary. One of the things I really appreciate is that in an entrepreneurial company, it's your contribution that matters. So you can have been there six months or 16 years. And if you're making a fabulous contribution, you're going to be rewarded. It's not based on status. Much more egalitarian. You may or may get the coveted parking spot, or you may just have to find your own spot like everybody else. You know, there's some great stories about some of the large tech companies, and that's how they do things. So the fact that it's based on contribution means you have to be more alert. You have to be more curious and responsive and resourceful as an entrepreneurial team member. And as for someone who's putting together an entrepreneurial organization, that's who you have to look for. When we have occasionally made the mistake of hiring a status-oriented individual, they don't thrive. There's that term they use for small babies, failure to thrive. Well, the same thing happens for status-oriented individuals in an entrepreneurial company because status doesn't matter. Great, you've got a PhD over here, or great, you've done this in your past. What are you doing today to create value to solve the challenges that we're experiencing? That's what matters. So value-driven versus time and effort. If there is one issue that I see happening between team members and entrepreneurs all the time, it's the fact that entrepreneurs are really focused on, okay, did we get the result or didn't we? You know, what value was created? And the team members goes, but we put in all the time and effort. Well, fact is both are right. You know, yes, you put in the time and effort and you didn't get the result. The goal is usually to increase the value and minimize the time and effort involved. So one of the things I find for people who are entrepreneurially minded is they really need to be focused on the value, on the results. Is it landing? Is it working? You cannot just pay attention to whether or not you've punched the time clock. That, frankly, is irrelevant. <laughs> if you're going to experience any kind of a multiplier, then really you need to be focused on creating value. 
The other thing that I, again, this is a generalization and a continuum, but in my experience, entrepreneurial companies are much more focused on relationships versus transactions. And this is because they often don't have the economies of scale. What they have, though, are the ability to create deep, meaningful relationships where they are part of creating the future that their client or clientele are looking for. They're able to solve the dangers and maximize their opportunities and reinforce their strengths. So they have this deeper relationship for which there's actually much more available in terms of both value creation and getting paid for that value creation. Whereas if you're transaction focused, if you think any of us who are consumers, we go to stores, you know, we go to Target, we want to make sure we've got a great value for the price. It's very much price based. And that's what transaction, we want it to be a pleasant transaction, but still we're probably going to go where it's cheapest. Whereas entrepreneurial companies don't have that same kind of, again, economies of scale, so it's much more focused on relationships. And the last thing to expect really from an entrepreneurial versus a bureaucratic mindset or organization is one is based on change. The other one is based on stability. So change, if you're entrepreneurially minded, if you have this mindset, change is normal. Change is something you get good at managing. You don't expect things to stay the same. In fact, if they do, you're kind of wondering what's wrong because someone must be not paying attention somewhere. Whereas change for people that are bureaucratically minded is much more challenging. It always looks like a threat. It always represents not safe. You know, so it's something, again, that's a very different way of looking at things. So my purpose in outlining this today is really that you get a sense of where you're oriented. Do you have the entrepreneurial mindset? What do you value? What do you enjoy? What kind of environment do you thrive in versus the opposite? And, you know, if you're on the entrepreneurial minded things, have you been hiring people who are bureaucratically minded? One of my criteria for hiring people is I ask people if they worked in a big company, because some people do when they come in to interview with us. I'll say, did you enjoy it? They say, yes, I loved it. I say, great, we are not the right place for you. And if they say, no, I couldn't stand it. I had no freedom. I had no flexibility. I had to be there 15 years before they would even listen to me. I'm like, okay, we can have a conversation. <laughs> we can continue this. And the same thing is true. If I were in a bureaucratic company, I would really think twice about hiring someone who is that entrepreneurial because I might end up paying them a lot of money for someone who would just be frustrated, whose ideas wouldn't be listened to, who might not have the patience to work through the long-term system. And it would be perceived as disruptive. So again, it's wherever you kind of just know where you need to be and what environment you thrive in and then who you're looking for to work with. So if you're a private entrepreneurial company, great, you need to hire entrepreneurially minded people. Not everyone has to be an entrepreneur. They don't have to take that degree of risk. But you need to work with people who respond and appreciate and think the same way that you do. If you hire from the other side, it's going to be a danger. So now that we've gone through a whole list of the difference between an entrepreneurial mindset versus a bureaucratic mindset, what can you do with this information? Well, two things. One is if you're on the more bureaucratic side and you say that, okay, yes, this is where I'm at, but I can see some real advantages to moving more towards the left side of the spectrum, the first column we talked about, then what you can do is start to get comfortable with the idea of change. Start to look for, even if something is changing, okay, ask yourself, what can stay the same? Not everything is necessarily a threat. And if you think about technology and how much it's probably benefited your life, you can say, okay, you know what? There's some great evidence around me for how things are progressing in a really positive way. So you can start to train yourself to look for what is working, what is positive about change, how you can adapt to those circumstances. So you can definitely start to move. 
And if you're on the entrepreneurial side already, you can strengthen these capabilities. You can actually say, okay, so I really appreciate the fact that emotions as well as reason contribute to decision making. And you could also create a sense of comfort for people who are moving towards your direction. You can let them know what's going to stay the same. So you can help people become more entrepreneurially minded. And I, frankly, I just find that having the distinction is vital because you know where to place yourself. You know your starting point and you know where you want to go to. So you can take action on some of these things. You can learn by doing, not just by researching. You can take action. You can strive. In later podcasts, I'm going to get into 12 entrepreneurial strategies for how you can really motivate yourself to take action to move in this more entrepreneurial direction. And whatever environment you're in now, I have to tell you, this will help you make a greater contribution, be happier, really have a sense of ownership over what you're doing, and again, be more fulfilled and more contributing individuals. So even if you're running an entrepreneurial company or you're thinking about working for one, there'll definitely be some value, as there hopefully there has been today and in future episodes. Thank you very much for joining me today. If you want some additional information and great resources, please go to strategiccoach.com slash team success. There you'll find some great interviews with some of my very favorite authors from whom I've learned an enormous amount about successful entrepreneurial teamwork. There'll be some great downloads. There's a fabulous poster, all sorts of goodies for you. So please make sure you go and check that out. And as always, here's to your team success.